Good morning, I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. Good to have you with us here today for our Congregation of Prayer, a guide for daily meditation and prayer around God's Word. Uh, let's see, it is Monday, <laughs> December 27th, 2021. It's so good to have you with us here today uh, as we continue to rejoice now on, let's see, would be the third day of Christmas. That's right. Um, kids are out of school, so we'll be looking at some of the feast days uh, that we can celebrate during the Christmas tide. Uh, it's interesting. We actually don't really celebrate Christmas as richly and fully, even though we think we do, you know, because we spend all this time in preparation for our family with cookies and food, which is all great, of course. Um, and yet, historically, the celebration of Christmas, this is definitely true in Europe, uh, it's, it's really an American phenomenon um, that there's less focus on Christ and more focus on family and love and generosity and all these sort of things, which are all fruits of faith. Um, but the faith comes by hearing God's word. So uh, maybe someday we can, we can do this. I've done it in uh, previous congregations as well. Uh, but maybe we can do it here. It, it really takes a receptive congregation, right? Uh, the people have to ask for it, have to want it and desire it um, so that it's worth, you know, the effort, right? Uh, which would be to actually celebrate the feasts and the festivals that are appointed throughout the Christmas season, those 12 days, right? So yesterday we recognized St. Stephen's Day. Today is St. John's Day. Um, and, and you'll see uh, more as we work through the week. Um, tomorrow would be Holy Innocence. So then we would celebrate Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, St. Stephen's Day, St. John, and then the Holy Innocents, uh, and then, of course, gather for New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, you know, and work through the uh, New Year's Day being the Feast of the Circumcision in name of Jesus, right? Uh, which we will actually recognize this year, um, or I'm going to move it from this coming Saturday to Sunday, so we'll recognize it on Sunday. All right. Uh, but today, St. John's Day, so let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let's say our memory verse for this week. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1, verse 14. Our psalm this week is Psalm 139. O Lord, you have searched me and known me, you know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. 
the night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I could count them, they are more than the sand. I awake, and I am still with you. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God! O men of blood, depart from me! They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? Do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with complete hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right, the first reading for this St. John's Day is from John, 1 John chapter 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life, the life was manifested, and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, and that you may also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from you and declare to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. All right, last week we talked about that word propitiation. Hopefully you remember that. Um, this is referring back to the um, blood, bloody burnt sacrifice for sins of the Old Testament. That's Jesus now for us, right? Um, once and for all, and not only for our sins, but for the sins of the whole world. You hear that theme that we heard in the psalm about not walking in darkness, but being in the light, and that um, darkness is nothing to God, is like light to God. So certainly God can find us even when we are lost in the dark, right? Um, and of course, fellowship comes by way of the word uh, being spoken, right? Our fellowship is with Jesus Christ, the word made flesh. Um, there is no other fellowship that can be rightly called Christian, but that which gathers around Jesus to hear his word and receive the, the gifts that his word appoints for us. All right, good. And then the gospel for St. John's Day is from John chapter 21. Then Peter, turning around, saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following who also had leaned on his breast at the supper and said, Lord, who is the one who betrays you? 
Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, But Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? Follow me. Then this saying went out among the brethren that the disciple would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he would not die, but if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies of these things and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things that Jesus did, which if they were written one by one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Amen. All right, so here we have uh, John referring to the Apostle John, also referring to himself as the one who is writing this gospel. So uh, there is some dispute among scholars, but scholars often dispute uh, the clear writings of the scriptures, that John, the apostle, is John the evangelist, and also the John who wrote the epistles of John. Same John, the one who was exiled on Patmos, et cetera, et cetera. All right? So that's one key note here. Um, I think I share a meditation with you on this text, but I'm going to borrow one. Uh, I'm going to borrow this from um, Pastor Burnell Eckhart, who has an excellent book uh, of meditations upon each day of the church year. All right, so we are not the 11th, the 9th, the 8th, the 6th. No, we said it was the third day of Christmas. Yes. Since it was the holy evangelist St. John who wrote that God so loved the world that he gave his only son, therefore he also calls him the disciple whom Jesus loved. He also was the disciple who loved Jesus, for he leaned on his breast at the supper. Now in this, he provides an example for faith. For those who believe that Jesus loves them will do well to lean on his breast at the Holy Supper. For the breast of Jesus is known there, where he gives himself to his people and holds nothing back. It is most fitting to receive the sacrament on Christmas Day, for Christmas means Christ Mass, as the manger of Christ is surely the holy paten and chalice and the sheep of his pasture receive the bread of life there. So too, there they proclaim his death till he come. Which is why Jesus says, If I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. For the apostle knew that he would indeed abide eternally with Jesus if he had partaken in him, and that his word was divinely inspired, for he testifies in the plural, saying, We know that his testimony is true. Surely even the world itself could not contain the books that would be written, for the works of Jesus continue to the present day, most especially at the holy altar. Well said. Good. Our catechism uh, this week is the second article of the Creed's explanation. We don't need to say the Creed. We already said that, so let's say the explanation. What does this mean? I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also true man, born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, purchased and won me from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood and with his innocent suffering and death, that I may be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence and blessedness, just as he has risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity. This is most certainly true. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you have given us your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, to redeem us from sin, death, and the power of the devil. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried, taking all of the punishment that we deserved for our sin upon himself. He descended into hell, proclaiming his victory over the devil, and on the third day he rose again from the dead, 
preaching the forgiveness of sins and the promise of eternal life in his name to the whole world. We give thanks to you for all that your Son has done for us. Help us to know and believe in Jesus. He has now ascended into heaven and sits at your right hand as our Savior and Lord. All the enemies of sin, death, and hell have been placed under his feet, and he now rules over all things for the sake of his church. Give us fervent faith in Jesus and the blessed hope that he will come again to judge the living and the dead, giving the gift of eternal salvation to all who believe in him. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Your prayer college for this week. O God, our Maker and Redeemer, you wonderfully created us, and in the incarnation of your Son, yet more wondrously restored our human nature. Grant that we may ever be alive in him who made himself to be like us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray this day for faith to live in the promises of holy baptism, for vocations and daily work, for the unemployed, for the salvation and well-being of our neighbors, for our schools, our homeschools, our colleges and seminaries, and for good government and peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray in Thanksgiving with Ron, who yesterday celebrated his birthday. We pray this day with Alex and Adam, who celebrate their baptism. Pray for all the households of our church, but especially this week with Roger and Sherry, uh, Willis, Dick and Jean, Jackie, Jesse and Lisa, and Jed and Rebecca. Continue to rejoice with the Larsons at the birth of Dorothea. Pray for those ill, receiving treatment or recovering, especially Marcella, Kelsey, Frank, Amanda, Dan, Timothy, Janice, and Colin, Ken, Norm, Sandy, Kathy, Jim, Elaine, and Mike. Pray for our homebound, Bev, David, Roy, Willis, Mickey, and Paul. Pray for the missions and mercy work of the church, especially a place of refuge. We ask the Lord to give us a blessed end to this life and a blessed resurrection to eternal life. And we pray for those grieving, especially um, Joel, the family and friends of, of Joel, that is Roger, Rhonda, Dionisio, and Wallace. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. St. John was a son of Zebedee and the brother of James the Elder, whose festival day is July 25th. John was among the first disciples to be called by Jesus, Matthew 4, and became known as the disciple whom Jesus loved, as he refers to himself in the gospel that bears his name. Of the twelve, John alone did not forsake Jesus in the hours of his suffering and death. With the faithful women, he stood at the cross, where our Lord made him the guardian of his mother. After Pentecost, John spent his ministry in Jerusalem and at Ephesus, where tradition says he was, was bishop. He wrote the fourth gospel, the three epistles that bear his name, and the book of Revelation. Especially memorable in his gospel are the account of the wedding at Cana, the gospel in a nutshell, John three sixteen. Jesus is saying about the Good Shepherd, John 10, the raising of Lazarus from the dead, John 11, and Jesus' encounter with Mary Magdalene on Easter morning, John 10, 20. According to tradition, John was banished to the island of Patmos off the coast of Asia Minor by the Roman Emperor Domitian. John lived to a very old age, surviving all the apostles, and died at Ephesus around AD 100. We pray. Merciful Lord, cast the bright beams of your light upon your church, that we, being instructed in the doctrine of the ble your blessed apostle and evangelist John, may come to the light of everlasting life. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, uh, this week we're going to sing a lovely Christmas hymn, but one that's not too familiar to us, so it's worth learning, and we'll do that here uh, now. Guard and guide thine embers fill. 
sorrow and repining for the sun of grace is shining. Isn't that a lovely Christmas hymn? Yeah, uh, one for us, uh, worthy for us to learn. All right, so we'll keep working on it this week. I. Uh, they changed uh, the melody line a little bit with Lutheran service books. I got thrown off. I saw the old TLH version. Anyway, um, so we'll keep singing that throughout the week. So join us again tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. We'll uh, consider the Holy Innocence, which is uh, a tragic feast of sorts. So I think it's due our consideration um, to remember the consequence of Jesus born in the manger, uh, the animosity of the state against our Lord uh, because of his, well, commanding lordship over all dominions of this earth and this and of course the whole world all right so lord be with you all keep you safe we'll see you again tomorrow